anything you say, you know, I'll just agree with today because, uh, you know, we're on on the air for Randy such a long a dumb, time. Dumb. Randy is a dumb dumb. <laughs> I agree. I mean, we're doing this show together. I just couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't eat anything with whiskers on them. <laughs> All right, let, let me guide you into it here. <clears throat> to the toaster? I don't really want to climb in. <laughs> it's great to be back. It's great to hear you, Big R, even though we have still been in touch. It's Big R! I can't believe it. I'm actually using a computer again. A computer! <laughs> I was on main menu last night and I was uh, working on, uh, you know, Jason and I were putting something together. Mm-hmm. And at one point I said, I, I must have been not used to working with a computer for so long because I was, when I was doing a, um, a little, well, it wasn't little, it was a quite a big speech um, about Spectrum TV. And I said, computer. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even think couldn't of the think word. Of what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, uh, first of all, we're really sorry about not getting anything out here for two months. But I've had computer and internet problems to go with all my other problems. <laughs> yes, and I've just been busy around here with different people having health issues and life and uh, holidays and. Oh, but we got a great demo for this show. Doug Rose cooked a uh, really neat uh, butternut squash soup. Yes, he did. And we made and some the, last night around here. Oh, we made some uh, a week ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. And it was so good. We put in curry. Yep. And let's see, what else do we put in? Um. Was it? I think it was. It was yeah. It was cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did too. Let me ask oh, you a question. Do you peel your squash and cut it up for soup, or do you open it up and bake it? It's funny that you mentioned that because I used a butternut squash. Oh, I feel so good right now. It's like hi, everybody. <laughs> um, I uh, got a really good vegetable peeler. The whole thing is made out of steel, and but I, it, it's a it's a carbonized steel. It's just incredibly good. And so um, we we cut the squash in half, and then we each had a peeler, and we did peel it, and we threw away the peel. And it's very easy to feel the peel. Let's <laughs> feel the peel. <laughs> Why do I think that's funny? Feel the peel. <laughs> and um, and so. Um, cut it up then so to answer your question we've done it both ways but but a butternut squash is really easy to peel well that's good because i thought that baking was going to make more sense des wished that we hadn't done it that way because she she would rather get the store to peel it and cut it up and just throw it in and and then add everything to it for the soup I don't um, like that. I don't really like that either. Um, and the pumpkin worked great baking because we added pumpkin to it. And, yeah. you know, that worked great. And and yes. I also noticed that I'm, I liked 
using the blend tech on it all better than the immersion blender that we used last time. I'm really happy to hear you say that because anything you say, you know, I'll just agree with today because, uh, you know, we're on, on the air for Randy such a long time. Randy is a dumb, dumb. Randy is a dumb, dumb. I agree. That I mean, we're doing true. this show together. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, seriously. <clears throat> so are you. <laughs> no. True. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Takes one to Seriously, though, um, I use the um, squash soup, the whole you know batch of it, in the uh, Vitamix. Yeah, I figured you did. And it was so cool. Oh. It, it turned into like this wonderful, creamy, yes. frothy. Did yours? Yes, yes, oh, much, good. much better texture. Yeah. And we didn't add cream. We did add some no. coconut milk. We didn't add cream. Yeah. And we didn't yeah. use anywhere near the amount of chicken broth that it asked for. So it's mostly thick by the vegetables. And ours yeah, called for apple rather than apple juice. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought that would help keep it thick. Yeah, we used coconut milk too. Isn't that funny how we just yeah. like did things the same way? <laughs> it was Yay. just great. Yay, yay, go us. We used a whole can of coconut milk actually. Oh, okay. Panera tops theirs with pumpkin seeds, so some of us did that mm. too. Mm. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. Mm. It just so happens today, and we're speaking to Saturday. The 7th of mm-hmm. January, 2017. Happy New Year, everybody. Yay! Um, our, we have pumpkin seeds coming today. Oh, you and sent for some? Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this, because this is frustrating to me. When I was little, my oh, sister... I, I, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. You know what I'm going to say. Gonna... Well, we oh, yeah. made pumpkin seeds, and as a kid, I remember just eating them... I asked her about this. She said, we ate them in the shell, and it was no big deal. But when I have made them or bought them, and they're in the shell, I don't like it. And I have read different things about how you can shell them. Some say you need a machine. Some say you pinch them between your fingers. And some say you don't do any of that. You just eat them or you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I find it tedious to pinch every seed and then eat it. I just like I I wouldn't do it. So, and uh, if I do my, my homemade seeds, I make sure they're really very well cleaned. toasted. Oh, toasted. Yeah. Oh, you well, toast them before you toasted. shell them. Well, toasted. But I eat the whole thing because it's it's crunchy, and I would re- really rather not have that. So if I'm going to have seeds off of my or, or the shell off my seeds, I will buy them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now easier. that's a very advanced high-tech answer, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I I know. Well, since we're in the tech industry, I just shop for the ones, I, you know, that yeah. are shelled. And <laughs> so, did you get them from Amazonian? Oh yeah. And how big of a did you get like a kettle? <laughs> I got a five five pound bag. 
Oh, yum. Salted or not? Uh, lightly salted, and they're called papitas. Papitas. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the, that's the real name them. for them. I believe they're five pounds. Let me just just hang on. The, okay. This will be a good uh, tag part. You may want to clip this first word, but okay. you may not. Alexa, order papitas. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Puppy pets. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <sighs> Alexa, order pumpkin seeds. Based on your order history, I found Yankee Trader's brand, Papita, pumpkin seeds, roasted and salted. It's $14.29 total. Would you like to buy it? No. Okay, it's... Oh, Alexa, stop. It's it's two pounds. Oh, two, okay. Not, uh, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, and it's $14 a bag. They are expensive. Yeah, I think but all you can do is so snack on them, put them yes. in things, put... Put them in salad, soup. Oh, Just yeah. Eat them so by the um, handful. <laughs> my God, they're so good. Mm-hmm. And you know the neat thing about it is Jeff is learning so much. Here he's going, mm, I can hear mm, pumpkin seeds. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what you're eating. He's becoming oh, a, yeah, good, he knows. a good detective. Oh yeah. You know, sometimes we get on when we talk tech uh, with the Made Man Show. He goes, oh, hi. Mm, did what, did you have broccoli today? <laughs> <laughs> if only that were true, right? Does, I, I wonder, are you sounding stronger like you ate your share of broccoli? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I have. Yeah. Seen- so anyway, very good. Cool. I did something that this is kind of cool. So on Christmas Day, I cooked a roast lamb. And then afterward, with the leftovers, I made shepherd's pie. Now, um, Rick asked if I ground up the lamb for the shepherd's pie. I did not. It was just in pieces. But what I did do was I mixed gravy and um, the lamb and the vegetables And I made mashed potatoes, but I made a fewer amount of potatoes, and I mixed them with the leftover rutabaga, and I covered the shepherd's pie with that mixture of the potato and the rutabaga, and it tasted great, and it was a great way that everybody got their veggies. It's funny that you said that, because... (laughs) You did it, too. I... (laughs) Well, uh, but I I did mashed potatoes, but I we do less mashed potatoes, but we also put in rutabaga chunks. Oh, okay. Um, and so it's you know kind of the same, but Similar. sort of not. Yeah. Well, the and rutabaga was mashed up, but I didn't yeah. remash it with the potatoes or anything. I just mixed it with the potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, and it was delicious, or as you well, would say, delicious. Delicious. <laughs> Where did that come from? Jason and I were talking about this. Did you get that from Janine, or did you say that long before? I said that long before. That's uh, what I thought. Well, actually, where where it came from, Ryan and I, my my son and I, were talking uh, one time over dinner, and at the same time, I remember it was like we were, we had this wonderful roast chicken or something, 
if I remember right, or ribs or some some something like that. And at both at the same time, we just went oh, delicious at the same time. And ever since that, Ryan has been saying that to his son, and so it's just it's kind of a kind of a big R little R thing. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but. Um, um. I, I guess when it's something that I really like, I'll I'll just say it's absolutely, and everybody knows now, and they go delicious. I, yeah. Just because it is. It's, it is. There's no there's no other words to describe. I, I will write it on Twitter. I'll write D E E space L I S H I S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the holidays, and I can't remember if it was Thanksgiving. Now, yeah, I believe it was. We also did a. Uh, a root mash. Oh, okay. Now, what was that? What did you use? That's carrots and um, rutabaga, parsnips, and a little bit of potato, and um, mix it all in. Um, hmm. Santa was really good and brought me an early Christmas gift of uh, a um, food mixer. I don't want to confuse the audience here. Not a sound <laughs> maker. <laughs> cool. Food mixer. Yeah. You got a KitchenAid, right? Yep. It was a portable mixer. Yep. Mm-hmm. A, hand, a hand one. Oh, my gosh. They are uh, so good. They are good. We have one here. And, you know, I have heard that celery root is quite good and good for us. I don't think I've ever had it. And it's different than the celery stalks, obviously. Oh, yeah. Have you, ha- yeah. have you no, had it? No, no, I've never I've heard of it, yeah. but I haven't had it. Hmm. I wonder how many. Let's take a poll. We should take a poll and see how many of you out there have had celery root. Celery root. Now, we don't want your celery growing on this poll, but we do want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want if you've it ever the, eaten uh, celery root. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's great to be back. It's great to hear you, Big R, even though we have still been in touch. It's great. Uh, (laughs) And I know there are people Uh, who have missed us for whatever reason. Well, they're ill. I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you guys, um, in my case, Debbie's been busy doing doing things. And first of all, it's very hard putting the show together by oneself part of it is it's tricky to get together at the same time you know like one's able to and then one can't and that happens to me a lot because at the beginning of the day i don't always know what's going on with the other people in the house and if we're going somewhere or and if i want to go and you know the wheels are rolling at that time i want to take the opportunity and so yeah, it's just really been um, it's it's it is it's hard. And then you know you've had other plans and and uh, the computer family. Yeah, my computer's just a really short um, bit for me. If anyone cares, <laughs> I have had, had internet issues. Oh yeah, two computers went down. Oh, um, really quickly, the computer, the desktop machine, is now deemed as dead. So oh wow. Um, did you so get everything have, out of it? I put everything, believe it or not, up on Dropbox. Yep. So well, your Dropbox uh, isn't that big, so you well, were able to listen to this. For for those of you who um, may want to know, if you put a new computer 
upon Dropbox. In other words, if you sign in with a brand new machine, and I don't know how long this promotion runs, you will get 25 gigs of extra space. Wow. Now that's for, cool. For one year. Um, hmm. So I went, okay, great. And so then I started throwing everything. Um, let's not, I shouldn't put it that way. Uh, putting everything up. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you don't you, you don't want to say throw up on a cooking oh. show. <laughs> oh, bad, bad, Randy. Oh man. Yeah. So I, I put everything up on <laughs> uh, up on Dropbox, and um, yeah, it it worked out well. So now now there are two laptops in 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 my position. And the new one is good. And, it's oh, it's still being configured. It takes a long time to configure yeah, computers. I know. But um, I have the means of um, of editing at the point at the at this point in time. But I don't have the recording capabilities yet. Uh, in other words, um, I can record, but not the way I want to. And that's coming soon. I've got all the speech software on and all the stuff. But I I don't have Office loaded yet. Oh God, it's just. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. A lot of work. Yep. I mean, mine went down like a few weeks after we started this show. So, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I I mean, it's mm-hmm. just been insane. Yeah. I know that we haven't stopped cooking. Oh, no. And uh, I remember, gosh. Now, did, what's your stove and oven situation now? Well... Uh, <laughs> the, the audience will probably find this kind of funny, but it really was not. Um, it uh, it was Thanksgiving Day, and we were preparing a huge meal for everyone involved. And uh, the uh, new, uh, well, it wasn't new, but it was a a used electric stove, which uh, we just loved. It was great. It had convection cooking, and I had labeled the oven pad and everything and uh we were just starting to saute some vegetables for the stuffing and i heard this al- alarm and at the same time i was rotisserieing a turkey <laughs> oh man <laughs> which yeah. which fell because it was so huge it was a 20 like a 23 pound bird and it was i thought it was tied up beautifully um, but for some reason it fell, and at the same time, I swear this is true. At the same time, so the turkey went boom, fell off the rotisserie into the bottom of the rotisserie, so it came crashing down. And then I heard this horrible beeping sound, which was an alarm, and I have never heard that before. And I was like, er, 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 only really high pitch, mm-hmm. and it said faulted. Oh, and that was the end of that stove. And that was, you didn't have that very long. <laughs> nope, it was short-lived. Nope. Oh. Yep. And so, believe this or not, we still had our old stove in the garage. It was on a slab, you know, waiting to be hauled away the next day. <laughs> so, uh, a couple of guys brought it in from the garage freezing cold we hooked it up started cooking on that and it, <laughs> it has no oven door oh jeez oh <laughs> so right now we store our pots and pans in there and we cook everything with the breville oven yep right now yep i'm glad you have it which is totally it. been just a how can i put this um 
uh, a spiritual being sent item. (laughs) (laughs) My gosh, it was... It's so great to. Uh, I made a whole chart about the Breville um, and you know how to use it and all the controls and and I did that through um, tap tap C and B specular. Oh, cool! And you know and, the twelve quart rotisserie air fryer, um, the Cook's Essential one that that you um, um, persuaded um, un- under duress. <laughs> for me to buy (laughs) buy that thing buy that thing buy that thing well i did buy it i've gotten a lot more used to it i like it a lot but now another friend of ours that we both tried to talk into getting it he did try and he got one thinking that was it and it wasn't he ended up getting the larger five and a half quart one uh, larger than the three quart one, but cannot find that twelve quart one anywhere now. I do persuade people, and I always say this not to strong arm anybody, but I'll, I will uh, flatly state to people when they are looking for something that I think is really good or that Debbie thinks is really good, it's imperative if you if you are able to buy them, because these things are are mm, the items that we talk about. They're not fads, but short lived. Meaning that you can't always find them but for that some was reason. Very short lived. Oh yeah. The book by Meredith. Uh, what's her last name? Lawrence. Lawrence. Her book about air fry everything. I had seen that it was going to go on Kindle, and now I don't see any mention of it going on Kindle. I did go and find there are probably over 20 Kindle books on air frying, and I bought several of them and am really happy to see them. But her book, I have not yet seen come on Kindle, and I had heard it was going to be by December. And still no word. Yeah. Still no word. And I'm not sure who to write to on that because it's weird. Yeah, just kind of strange. Well, um, I've been talking to our friend Jason who does the main menu show with with myself. Um, I said one of the neatest recipes that I want to try, and I've been saving pickled uh, brine, is fried uh, fried chicken in dill pickle uh, brine. So you brine it first to break it down. Break down chicken, come on. <laughs> According to her, it's some of the best air fried chicken you ever want to put in your mouth. Wow, that is very cool. Gosh. And I've heard from uh, a couple of my buddies, uh, John Gassman and the Gassman Twins, and uh, you know they're all interested in the OptiGrill, and people mm-hmm. are still talking to me about... They um, are, and like, they've never heard it. And it's, on, it's in our podcast, and I believe yeah. they're all up there. So. I remember something like I, I sent him a text like, "What's the matter, Chump? Don't you listen to the cooking with eggs?" Yeah, you like me so well. <laughs> it's amazing the people that still don't know about it. And they'll go, "Huh?" You know. Yeah, that and air fryer. So I mean, I, I still get texts. You know, like, "Do you still like your air fryer?" Oh, oh my. Yeah, I mean, we have talked about air frying probably more than any one thing on this show. And and I did get good with that rotisserie basket and. French fries and pot stickers and oh, it's just so good. She took me by surprise uh, the other day. She said she was making uh, dim sum. Is, it? is that how you yeah, pronounce dim it? Yeah, dim sum. Mm-hmm. Dim sum with an M. Okay. Yep. And uh, 
And I, I said, what is that? It's what Chinese <laughs> just, people eat for breakfast, apparently. And they're pot stickers. Yeah, they are, and a lot of other kinds of dumplings that they... Oh, that they man. Little, oh, there's some that, that are, you know, uh, steamed, some that are baked. They're filled with all different things. They're different sizes. And then there are some entrees that come under that category. Chow fun, which I know we probably are having fun with our chow all the time but uh but it's made with a rice noodle that's like a lasagna noodle in size and it has a black bean sauce and you can get it with beef chicken shrimp or pork and then some vegetables in it and oh man it is one of my favorites killing me here oh <laughs> so I've gotten really good with the uh, basket as well. I I take my um, pot stickers and put them in, mm-hmm. and I I put them I I the perfect mix uh, for two I think because they're so low in calories and carbs and stuff are uh, six for each person plus your side of whatever it is you're going to eat if it's quinoa or whatever it happens to be. So six per person yep. in the rotisserie basket, and they turn out. Oh my gosh, they, they turn do. out, don't they? And I made my own sauce. I just took some soy sauce and added some ginger and garlic. And I don't remember if I added anything else, but pretty much just, you know, threw it together and just dipped in it. Delicious. Oh, that sounds sounds great. Mm -hmm. So between that and the holidays with your traditional turkeys and things like that, we've been, we haven't really changed our... Uh, we know we haven't really done uh, any elaborate cooking, so we're just kind of doing the same stuff. So nothing really great to mm-hmm. report, except I heard of one thing that I thought our listeners might want to try. Okay, um, I'm a, I, I, I'm a lover. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, that's TMI. <laughs> of uh, chickpea things. Oh yeah, don't these come from nuts dot com? Or well, they they do the 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 snacks, yeah. But okay. you know what I heard of today that I've never heard of? Mm. They are pasta made from chickpeas. Oh, and they are supposed to be good in every way. Uh, very low carb, uh, glycemic value, very you know, very low. You know, everything is supposed to be just really good. And they said that you can. Uh, have your pasta dishes with you know hardly any problems like you would with pasta and I'm I'm sure a lot of our Italian listeners are just cringing when I say this but yeah like what problems with pasta no <laughs> problems no problem just eat it <laughs> um and, you know I love pasta don't get me wrong but I'm really still trying to you know keep fit and mm-hmm. beautiful <laughs> <laughs> well, one isn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, chickpea pasta. Um, oh, it's expensive, though. I asked for it on Amazon with our Echo friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a six-pack of um, chickpea pasta is $30. But I don't oh, know how many people you can get, uh, uh, you know, feed out of one pack. Or you know what many? I mean? How many peas in a pack of pea pods? <laughs> yeah. So, but it sounds wonderful. Peter Piper picked a pack of, of pea pods or of chickpeas.
Now it's time for sound bite. 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 <laughs> Guess what the new rage is for putting in your toaster? For putting in your toaster. I don't know. Do you know? No. All right. Let, let me guide you into it here. <clears throat> into the toaster? I don't really want to climb in. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, my Breville. Uh, let's see. How can I say this without insulting you? Uh, I guess I can't. My Breville isn't that big. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay, um, you have it at Thanksgiving, and um, you put marshmallows on it and pineapple and. Oh, an upside down cake. Well, no, 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 no. no. Sweet potatoes. Oh, okay. So, you're so put- what people do is they micro they cut them into like thin thin slices, like quarter inch slices, and then they put them in. Uh, well, you can you can uh, pard you know pard cook them. Uh, this person put them in the microwave for three minutes, and then they they're par cooked, and then you put them inside your toaster and toast them. Hmm. They get done and crisp and brown. Just slices of sweet potato. Yep. And then when they're done, then you can top them with whatever that is that you want. Um, someone uh, this show that I saw, uh, they were topped with avocado and salt and whatever is for savory and for sweet they used what did they use for sweet uh oh i i remember um cashew butter and a little honey oh yum and now i'm i'm gonna have to try that so boy if you guys out there or uh, have you ever tried it? We'd like to have you email us and uh, let us know. That'd be great because I haven't done it yet. Peel you them know, first. Peel. Well, you know, here's a question because I, this is a debate I've had around here. Um, Des says that her mother always ate sweet potatoes with the skin. And I always have thought no. that people peel that. I've never heard of that because I, yeah. you know, I just couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't eat anything with whiskers on them. Oh. <laughs> well, Jeff likes likes those hairy anchovies. <laughs> <laughs> we should we should just loop that. <laughs> that make Jeff a real popular uh, listener to the show. Yeah, <laughs> I always um, tell him when we talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've talked about him twice today. I know it. <laughs> and Give him a quiz. <laughs> we're we're still friends, which is kind of weird, but you know, <laughs> poor guy. Because um, I, I <laughs> he doesn't admit it, though. He'd say, "Who? Who is that?" <laughs> um, I've never had him with the peel on, nor do I want to have no, him. No, me either. No, but I made some great sweet potato pies for Thanksgiving and Christmas. They came out really, really good. And I, I baked my sweet potatoes. The recipe said to boil them, but I baked them, and then the peel just slid right off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I've done both. I've, I've boiled mm-hmm. and, and baked, and the, yeah. the skins just come right oh. off there. It's so cool the way that oh. come off like a little jacket. I know it, yeah. Weird. How would you like to submit a recipe to us? Just tell us the recipe you'd like to submit on Twitter at ACB Hazelnuts. That's A-C-B Hazelnuts. H-A-Z-E-L-N-U-T-S. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Have something to offer? Just tweet us. And you can email us, hazelnuts 
at acbradio.org. And now, here's a demo that we've had for a while, and apologies for taking so long to air it, but Doug Rose kindly made a demo for all of us of his butternut squash soup, and I'm delighted because it's one of my favorite kinds of soup. I know, well, Randy and I talked about it a lot earlier in the show. Also, Doug has written us doing a lot of research on different ways to perfect foods in the air fryer. So we appreciate, Doug, your patience and diligence and appreciate you contributing to the show. Here's the demo. Well, hello there, all you hazelnuts. This is Doug from Doug and Patty's Kitchen up here in uh, northwest California, amongst the redwoods. It's kind of a chilly, cool day, which we have quite a bit during the winter. We get average of 40 inches of rain a year, and throughout the year it's a good soup time over here because our average temperature is 52 degrees throughout the year. So we thought today we would tell you about one of our favorite soups. It's a squash soup. Uh, usually use a butternut squash to get this thing rolling. And if you've never used those, they're shaped like a kind of a pear shape, all elongated pear shape. And this is very flexible recipe. First, let me punch up the oven. It's one of these touch panels. So that's 350. That goes up in five increments. So you can do it at like 375. Like I say, this is a very flexible recipe. I, I sort of freehand a lot of my soups, and you guys probably do too look up kind of a basic recipe that other people have used. And this one I've done with curry, make it a curry flavor. Or if you like just the true butternut flavor, you just add some butter and maybe some bacon bits. But the first thing is to get a real sharp knife because these butternut squash have a real tough skin. I just lay it on its side, poke it in about where it thins down. I'm going to slice it long ways in half. And you can use any of these winter squashes for this kind of soup I found out. Works pretty good. And then I usually get a spoon and maybe a paring knife and dig out the seeds. This time we're going to bake it with the cut side down. On a cook, no, I think I'll use a Pyrex dish, a 9 by 13 Pyrex dish. So right now I'm just scooping out all the seeds and membrane that. I've done this different ways. You can steam the squash if you like with some seasoning. I found fresh, if you can get fresh oregano, which 
I had to move some of my garden stuff so I don't have fresh oregano, but that makes it good. This squash weighs about two pound, no, two, two and a half pounds, I think it weighed. And that'll probably serve four people a couple bowls of soup. This one smells pretty good. I've had some that weren't as sweet as others, but you can sort of tell when you cut them open. And I asked my wife Patty, who can see what to look for when you pick these things, and she can't see that. She said they all look about the same in the store. So just go for it. So I've got it cut long ways, hollowed out with the seeds. I'll use a Pyrex dish. I think I need to... Sometimes I put a little water in it. You can spray it with some... I use this spray olive oil quite a bit. I think I'll just put a little water in it. I'll lay it cut side up in the dish and then sprinkle some garlic salt and pepper on it but most of the seasoning we're going to add later once we put it into the blender you don't need a blender but if you do have one I found you don't have to peel it once it cooks because a good blender will chop it real small and it'll be real smooth so I seasoned it you can season it however you like it or you don't even have to season it at that time and just cut it turn it cut side down inside the Pyrex dish you can cover it up with tin foil if you want I've done it both ways I think I'm gonna leave it uncovered this time well I got something plastic on the stove I better get that off or the oven's gonna bake it Like I say, I've also steamed it on top of the stove in just a little water with some nice fresh oregano. And then basically the other thing you can do while it's baking is add any vegetables you like, saute them. I usually do a bell pepper. This time I got a green bell pepper and then some kind of onion that you like uh, white yellow probably uh, I got a medium-sized sweet onion like a walla walla that we grew so I think that's what we'll chop up this time and saute okay we're just waiting for the oven to come up to temp yeah, a lot of times what I do in the meantime is just get my vegetables that I want to saute. And like I say, this is flexible. Whatever vegetables you like. This time I got on hand one stalk of celery. Then we're going to do that bell pepper and a medium-sized sweet onion this time. They're just going to get sauteed in a skillet or say in a soup pan. We had a pen pal come over from India and he says, 
Doug, you make simple food. Well, that's how I grew up on the farm. We didn't have time to be doing a lot of this fancy stuff, you might say, so I figure as long as it's easy to make, tastes good, how can you go wrong? Growing up, I never used to like squash, but somehow I started experimenting when I got out on my own and made these kind of soups. Found out you can really make them flavorful. Like I say, a lot of times I prefer this curry flavor. And there's so many different curries you can get. Dry curry, paste curry. Uh, Patty just got us two pounds of yellow paste curry. It's called M-A-E and then P-L-O-Y. Maypoy. Don't know if I'm saying that right. But that's what the brand name is. And they say once you open the bag of this paste, you refrigerate it. And like there's two, two, two pounds of it, so it better be good. It's called a yellow paste. I know there's red curries. A lot of times I just keep on hand the powder curry. And then I guess there's Thai curries. and So you can do the... I found curry makes a pretty good squash soup. I tried pumpkin the other day with curry, but I th didn't think it went too well. I thought you still had the pumpkin flavor, which maybe... No, I think, I think I liked it with the curry, and then I did one without the curry. So the curry covered up the pumpkin flavor, which was alright to me. But then I did one with just bacon bits and more of a butter flavor with pumpkin and I didn't think it was as good. I've also had a sweet potato on hand different times and baked it along with the butternut squash and it kind of added its own texture and flavor. Now you don't even have to saute these vegetables and add them at the end. It's it's for a little texture and a little flavor maybe, but sometimes I didn't have any or was too lazy. So I just blended the squash once it cooks. Oh, there's oven so we can put in the squash that's in halves a long way. I got it, I'm gonna put it on the middle rack. And it's on one of these baking stones. I guess that helps. I can't really tell you. I've been using it. Haven't really compared not using it. I like to just chop my bell pepper and onion into, I don't know, maybe quarter size. Not, not a fine dice, just a, I think what they call it, chopped. Type size. Oh, I forgot. You know, some garlic probably sauteed in with these onions, bell peppers, and celery will add a nice. The curry might cover it up. And on the curry, I can't really tell you how much. It depends on your curry. So I would start maybe with a quarter teaspoon. 
when you put the squash material into your blender. Just start with a quarter teaspoon, blend it up, see what you think fits at the level of curry you want. If not, add another quarter teaspoon and you can always kind of mellow it down with a little milk or water. Okay, we're just waiting for the squash to do its thing baking in the oven. I usually smell it in about an hour. Take a fork or knife and if you stab down through the skin and it's soft and you can take it out. Maybe give it a few minutes to cool and what you're going to do is depending on what equipment you have when I used to just have a, a cheap old blender a lot of times I would peel it put it in the blender with maybe a cup of water or if you have a favorite chicken stock or something like that to add some moisture to it so it'll blend or milk how can you beat milk to make a nice creamy soup and then you would blend it till it got smooth and I usually pour it into the pan that I've sauteed the vegetables in and stir it up. Oh yeah, while you're blending it, that's when you would add the spices that you like. You can leave it the butternut flavor with just some good old butter, maybe a half a stick of butter blended in with it, sour cream if you like that. Uh, depends on your flavor you're trying to achieve, of course, or one of your curries. Or if you don't have a blender, you can still do it. Uh, just take a potato masher or a big spoon. Once it's steamed or baked in the oven, however you choose to cook it, and get it beat up real good so it's smooth enough, the consistency you want. Or a couple years ago, I thought my wife Patty was nuts. She wanted a juicer, but then somebody told her about this, what I call just a fancy blender called the Vitamix. V-I-T-A-M-I-X. It basically has an industrial strength motor, it sounds like to me, in it. And it's kind of a step up from some of the traditional blenders. Because it has a lid with a hole in the center and a tamping stick. I believe they call it, that's what I call it. I don't remember what the manual calls it. Oh, by the way, the manual is very accessible in a PDF file, which I do like. And the controls on this, if you've never seen one, are really blind friendly on this model I have. There's a lever on the left, and in the middle is a dial where you set the speed. There's an on-off button, which can really trick you under the front of it. And if that's not turned on, you won't get any action. And then on the right is a button that can turn it on and off. And there is a setting on this front dial that clicks. One's for dessert, one's for soup. And I've tried the soup one, but I couldn't tell that it did anything. So Most of the recipes, I think, just tell you, okay, turn the dial it's like a pointer and that'll set the speed 
I don't have the lid on, I don't have the container on it, but it gets very loud. And that was just turning the dial that makes it run, so. I do like it now. It's good for smoothies. Uh, it's really good for these soups. Like I say, you don't have to peel the squash. Uh, I can send you guys a link to a good page that talks about the different kinds of squashes and I tried one recently called the delicata I've never had that before it's it's a long squash with ridges on it the description says it's cream color with uh, green stripes on it but we got one from our farm share Patty said she didn't see much green on it but yeah, if you just look up Delicata in the grocery store, it's a real smooth squash, very sweet, one of the sweetest ones I've ever had. So another thing, since you got the oven on, that I've done in the past, one of my favorite things is baked apples. And I've tried different recipes, but I think one of the, the best ones I've ever done is back to what... Ramesh from India says I do simple I just take a Pyrex dish rinse off the apple I don't even poke any holes in it just either put a little olive oil spray I like this olive oil spray in a, in a can works good for doing eggs or just a light coating so I'm just going to rinse a couple apples. It only takes small apples, maybe half an hour at 350 or 375. And it's so simple, but to me one of the best desserts. If you like apples, I do this time of year. The only thing I hate is when you buy these fruits and vegetables that have those little stickers on them. I'm trying to find those things. Okay, I found the stickers, thankfully. My sensation of touch isn't as good anymore. Oh, I do have some, some, our farm share gave us green tomatoes. Now they're starting to get soft, so I may have to figure out some way to maybe bake those off with some Italian breadcrumbs or something like that as long as I got this oven on. I do hear that these stickers on these vegetables and fruits my wife said they have a four-digit barcode but my ID mate doesn't say it's anything doesn't even see it so so pretty much that I think you get the idea of making yourself a nice butternut squash soup. Uh, I do have some acorn squash cooked off in the refrigerator. I could add it if I wanted a little more bulk. If you don't go the curry route, you could always spice it up with the sausage that you like if you want a little meat in it. Some little Smokies or over here they make a nice turkey sausage with a little zing to it. 
Uh, so yeah, once this thing gets baked off with my Vitamix mixer, I'm just going to maybe cut out the stem and the butt end of it has a little rough spot but just throw it in there in chunks add enough liquid take this tamper and mix it up add it to my sauteed vegetables oh yeah of course spice it up I'll, I'll put this uh, yellow paste curry in there and then we'll have some soup you can garnish it if you want I've seen some recipes that use either sour cream and chives for a garnish or if you want to get away from sour cream just some nice Greek yogurt with whatever flavors you like mixed in it or crackers that you like or over here we have a local bakery that makes a nice sourdough since I don't make bread we just go there and get ourselves one of that and you got yourself a nice winter meal to warm your house up with the oven so enjoy that if you want to contact me it's uh, Doug at 707-839-0588 or Doug D. Rose at suddenlink.net okay good health everybody would you like to have Cooking with the Hazelnuts as a podcast? You can subscribe manually. The URL is http colon slash slash acbradio.org slash hazelnuts.xml. Thank you for listening. Well, everybody, it's been great talking with you, and we're glad to be back, and we're going to stay here. Yeah, regardless. are we doing it every two weeks? Or we can do we... it every two weeks. Okay. Yeah. All right. And regardless of what you think, we're still going to be with you guys. <laughs> and we're just going to still be as crazy as ever. So if you were hoping that we grew up in the meantime, that's not likely. Grew, grew up. Grew up or grew, <laughs> maybe grew out. Grew out, yeah. <laughs> uh, never grow up, I'll never grow up. Yes, and there's right. kind of song. It's a that's Broadway right. song, isn't it? I won't grow up. I yeah. Won't grow up. Yeah. The Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Say, see you later, everybody. Yeah. See you later. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to school. I'm a lover. <laughs> Randy, that's TMI. <laughs> well, Jeff likes, likes those hairy anchovies. <laughs> we, should, we should just loop that. Well, Jeff likes, likes those hairy anchovies. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Until next time. I want to grow up. I don't want to wear a tie. I don't want to wear a tie. And a serious expression. And a serious expression. In the middle of July. In the middle of July. And if it means I must prepare to shoulder burdens with a worried air, I'll never grow up. Never grow up. Never grow up. Not me. Not me. Not me! So there.